We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots huge on the line dancing floor that's amazing oh yeah so you can really smack the floor and swing around you need cowboy boots yeah i didn't get cowboy boots i got chelsea boots but they're great they're brown oh my god i can't wait to see them they're just i like taking them on and off they're so lovely they're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of the Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. This is a headgum podcast. You will drive it. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And here is your edition of Who's There for the week of January. It's not the week of, it's like 16th? the day of. I don't know. You can't say week of if it's like. Well, the week are, are of the we, 16th. I guess it's still technically the week of. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So Sorry, the week yeah. of the 16th, the second week of January. Still so old. Nothing else is happening this week. Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing important. It's the week of the... It's the week of... Yeah, it's the week of the... Why am I... The calendar is so confusing. Okay. I'm just saying, uh, to get your minds off the other traumatic things happening this week, we present you with some of our very own brand of mind waste... Mind wasting? Time wasting. Time wasting. Mind mindless, mindless time Mindless wasting. time wasting um, in the form of your calls. So let's just like get to it. Let's get to it, because it looks like we have some comments. comments. I love comments. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. When I was listening to your recent podcast and you guys were talking about Donald Glover, I immediately thought of another male celebrity whose child's mother has been widely photographed but never identified. Um, don't ask me why I knew this. It's Jamie Foxx. And he's not with her anymore, obviously, because he's now with a new woman that he never talks about, Katie Holmes. But um, I even Googled it to make sure that I wasn't wrong. And I found out that Jamie Foxx also never identified the mother of his 20-year-old daughter to the point where when she was Miss Golden Globe, <laughs> another recent callback, um, the mother didn't go. And the only reason I know this is because some website did finally bother to figure out who she was and identify her. 
and the apparent complete lack of interest about that might indicate why they're not bothering Donald Glover's girlfriend or partner or whatever she is. All right. Thanks so much. Love the podcast. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm the same person who hung up before. I was calling from a hospital. <laughs> Somebody walked by and gave me the weirdest look. I got super embarrassed. So hopefully this calls better. Okay. Never apologize for how you know things. You know them because you know them. And you should be proud of yourself for really giving the 360 on this story. Right? It's very it's it's very helpful and yeah, you should never apologize. Sorry, I'm my I'm I'm too focused on these photos of the woman who may in fact be Jamie Fa Jamie Foxx's baby mama. Yeah. Um so there's two is what she mentioned. There's so two there's, there's two. But there's one who is allegedly the um the mother of their twenty two year old, of their um like adult daughter. These pictures of her at Target are wild. These that's right, the pictures of her at Target and it's and it's just like, mom. I'm trying to think of a woman she reminds me of, and I can't. She just looks like mom in the middle of America. Just mom. Yeah. If you want to see these photos, they're on Radar. So if you search Radar, Jamie Foxx, Baby Mama, you'll get where we just are. So the if most you want to follow along. Non-Hollywood. Like, it's not. It's just a person. She's just a 40-year-old person. Well, he paid um, also half a mil to get her a uh, piece of property 40 miles outside LA to live in. And her, oh my god, her Mercedes sedan is listed under the Django Unchained star's name in his movie company. Mm-hmm. She's a veteran. She's and a she's former a military tax person. tax preparer. Great. Tax preparer. She does accountant. She's an accountant. Anyways... Maybe she's like, maybe she's being called a tax repair because she's not technically like a CPA. Also, isn't it funny that this is the celebrity that is also someone whose baby mamas are secret, but his current relationship is also secret? Yeah, like, I love it. Or it's not secret. It is secret, but it's not secret. Like, he clearly is really trying to repeat these things, thinking that people won't. He's like, it worked in the past, so it'll work now. But it's but... not, doesn't work. I mean, no, when, it doesn't work anymore. Katie Holmes, it doesn't work. Sorry. No. You know? And he's and he maybe that's why he likes dating Katie Holmes because they both have these like very secret lives and histories that it's very kind of scandalous, isn't it? Like these yeah, I kind love it. of very old Hollywood in a way, you know, kind of the way that they would get away with hiding all these things because people didn't have internet and stuff. It's it's old Hollywood. Yeah, the expectation of of a successful a successful con, like a successful attempt at hiding, you know. Yeah. They think that they can do it still. Yeah. It's so cool, honey, that you can recognize a Miss Golden Globe tonight. Talk a little bit about how that feels. I mean, well, I've been here before, and I've seen people do it, obviously, and I was like, wow, like, that'd be so awesome. And to be in their shoes today is, like, crazy. Yeah. Now, now I, I'm a relatively new dad. My little girl just yeah. turned five. I know. I, you know so, I you. so, oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So what advice could you have for me so I can make sure, you know, she don't end up on the pole and she ends up on the, <laughs> on the globe? Hey, you might be getting this message twice because my call got dropped, but... Uh, this is Rebecca from L.A. I'm just calling because on the uh, Ever Murray Martino segment about her Night Nurse, you mentioned that the way she capitalized it made her seem like a Marvel character. And uh, Night Nurse actually is a Marvel character. Uh, she's never been played by Emma Stone, but uh, the character that Rosario Dawson plays on Daredevil and that uh, Rachel McAdams played in Doctor Strange are both versions of Night Nurse. Uh, she's just a nurse who cures superheroes. She doesn't have any powers or anything. But just wanted to congratulate you on your question. Thanks. Love the show. 
It's so rude that Night Nurse doesn't have any powers. Wait, She's literally just a night nurse. Why is she called Night Nurse but has no powers? Like, is her power, like, being a nurse? No, she's called Night Nurse because she's a night nurse. She's not called, like, the amazing night nurse. She's that's called what, Night Nurse. <laughs> but that's what all these people are making it seem like. It's like, oh, there is somebody in Marvel, a character named Night Nurse. But no, it's but it's not. I, it's just some woman who's I a think, night nurse. I think the people who are fans of Marvel under, like, find it even funnier because I not only just coincidentally named a name of an actual character, but the fact that the character isn't even a superhero. Where it's like Emma Stone is just playing a woman do you who think, isn't a superhero. Do you think that the night nurse in Marvel also drops babies at night and is fired by Emma Amari Martino? Like, is that also part of this character's... Or do you think this character can successfully not drop a baby during her shift? I'm still confused as to what what's going on here. God, I don't even know. <laughs> Listen to this. In the following two issues of the series, Linda, her name, demonstrates that her skills are not limited to the nursing practice as she performs <laughs> detective work to help expose an incompetent no. surgeon. So, like, this surgeon was somehow involved with the superheroes, but I do love this line. Um, Originally, none of the three nurses then used Night Nurse as a label, though the uh, blah, blah, blah. One of the ways that they promoted Night Nurse was with this line, more true-to-life adventures of Linda Carter. Night nurse. <laughs> like, she's she's just night nurse. There are three different night nurses and they're roommates. What the and fuck? And they're best friends? What? They're initially best friends slash nurses slash night nurses. But then, quote, they soon bond over their shared loneliness and become best friends. And then the three night nurses somehow get involved in... Linda Mar- Carter, Georgia Jenkins, and Christine And Christine Palmer. Palmer. So basically, it was supposed to... Oh, my God. This is actually really sad. They were supposed to... Wait, no. These these issues were supposed to attract more female readers, but they didn't, and it only lasted four issues. There are only four issues of Night Nurse. That's so sad. That's so also, sad. They're always on the periphery of, like, bigger things. Listen to this. Um <laughs> We're both so excited. When Dr. Sutton's career ends in disaster, she leaves New York City and her and her friends behind and travels the country, finding a job as a private nurse for a paraplegic at a spooky mansion. <laughs> <laughs> How and then wait, and then wait. However, this particular position is short-lived. Really? <laughs> short-lived? It's like it's like a, you know how Spider-Man is very New York. Yeah. So the only way to attract women is not to create a female superhero that is very cool. It's to create a a nurse. nurse. A human with no powers other than like, she's good at her job. I know, and that's why it only lasted four issues. Glad we cracked this case. Hi, I'm Eva Amore Martino. Welcome to the Happily Ever After YouTube channel. Hi, Lindsay Bodley. Alicia here, first time, long time. I just listened to the call that talked about sports who's and them's on Dancing with the Stars, and I had to pull over my car to make this point. ABC owns Dancing with the Stars, which is also the same company as ESPN. So all of these sports them's that are on Dancing with the Stars are doing it to keep ESPN in their billion-dollar contracts for their leaks. So follow the money. All right, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. I love this girl. Follow Synergy. the money. Follow Synergy. the money. Follow Synergy. the money. First of all, props to you for pulling over the car to call us. I didn't save like, drivers. Safe driver. Do not get so excited to get into an accident over this. Um, but you are so correct. We should have thought of it. 
Um, this is 100% why they're able to get this talent and why the talent would want to go. It's the same companies. Crossover. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and you know sports stars always want to stay under the ESPN umbrella so they can be announcers when they are no longer playing sports. So I was looking for this particular chart. It's what your caller reminded me of. But it was um, – I'm not going to be able to find it. But if we find it, we'll tweet it. Uh, it showed – the three major morning shows, which are CBS This Morning, is that even on anymore? Today, um, NBC, and ABC, Good Morning America. But for this, for these purposes, let's just compare Good Morning America and Today because they're the biggest ones. And it showed how their guests break down in terms of like outside talent. And NBC is owned by NBC Universal. So it's like, it was some sort of staggering percentage, the number of guests and performers on today who are part of the nbc universal universe of course there's some of course there's some overlap like if there's a big movie then the people will go everywhere but for the most it's it's something like 75 80 percent is all universal stuff um which should be obvious but it's easy to overlook because it just looks like sort of dumb mindless entertainment but it's very it's all very devious and it's all very synergistic sure i mean this is uh, like why self-serving a a publicist with two clients uh end up doing something together and you're like oh how do those people mean it's like oh they have the same publicist or their publicist Mm -hmm. knows the other publicist or they work for the same company which owns an umbrella of publicists i mean if the first thing you should always check if you're curious why two things are connected or related or happening at the same time or with two weird people who don't make any sense is if they have the same publicist or or they're on two shows in the same network or if they if they have two projects coming out at the same time yeah oh Um, totally but anyway very interesting caller great job can Uh, you play uh another one more call for me that is comment related hey Lindsay and bobby i hope you guys are surviving the last few days before president trump uh, I just wanted to chime in, not with actually a question for you, but just with some spawn con. Specifically, can everyone please join the Who Weekly Facebook group? Today, someone posted a post following pretty much every actor that ever spoke on Friday Night Lights. And it is amazing, and more people should be receiving this kind of wisdom. So if you're not in the Facebook group, please join the Facebook group. Bobby, you're very inactive on Facebook, as you keep saying, but like, I honestly think you're missing out. Okay. Bye. Good form, Bella Thorne. Oh, God. Oh, this is the one you, you sent me this Bobby earlier. Drag, a Facebook group spawn con of Bobby Drag, my two favorite things in the whole world. Shout oh. out the hooligans doing God's work on the Facebook group. Bobby will never see it. Just kidding. No, he'll see it. It's so rude to say that your favorite thing is when people drag me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the truth, um, the truth also, uh, comes out. I just want to say I just opened, I just turned on my phone for a little... For, for whatever reason, and I'm looking at the Who Weekly Facebook group and a wonderful uh, guy named Patrick Brady Barrett from Limerick, Ireland said, it's January 18th in Ireland, so let me be the first to say happy birthday, Who Weekly. Did you know that it's our birthday? We're one years old. Today is? Tomorrow, on the 18th. Tomorrow? Well, if we were in Ireland, it's today. Oh, my God. How great is that? How would you not go How? to this Facebook group every day of your life? That is so freaking oh. nice. We're a year old. Happy fucking birthday to us. Oh my god, wait, 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 wait. What? Are you double checking that? <laughs> no, I'm not i I'm not double checking it. I'm not double checking it. I'm I just looking should. at to see what the what the other famous people who were born on January eighteenth are. Oh my god, I love and that game. And let I me tell you it game. is it is a dead zone. Oh, we got Kevin <laughs> Costner. We got Kevin Costner. 
Any who's though? Um, what do you mean? Any who's? Oh, Estelle. She's a who. Remember Estelle? Yeah, like American boy. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Lindsay. Oh my God, Lindsay. Oh no. What? Oh, Jason Siegel's there. Who? <sighs> who? Who? One of the Try Guys. Eugene <laughs> Yang. It's true. I just looked back, and our first episode was posted on January eighteenth, two thousand and sixteen. It's great. Thank you so much for telling us that caller. That is incredible. Oh, Cary Grant. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Next call. Hi, guys. This is Amanda, and I just want to know if you can seriously just talk about Rob Schneider and his words for Representative John Lewis. I would just like to say for the record, I live in Atlanta, and I'm black, and I do know black history, so we really, down here, we fucks with Representative Lewis the long way, the strong way. Who the fuck is Rob Schneider? I mean, like, outside of Adam Sandler's bitch boy, like, who the fuck is he, and how is he going to tell us? who Martin Luther King Jr. is and was to John Lewis. For the record, he did realize that John Lewis actually marched and worked alongside Martin Luther King Jr. I don't know what he knows, but I just need to understand his relevance in the world these days, because let's be honest here, Adam Sandler still totally rolling, got that Netflix feel, but all those movies are shitty. I just... I just don't. I, I can't. I can't. I need you to talk about it. I need you to read him or something. But we need to really discuss his relevance and how this even came to fucking pass. Um, love you guys. Love the show. I listen religiously. And um, good form, Bella Thorne. Thanks, guys. Bye. I love that that call goes from, like, passionate anger to, like, very polite send off like oh anyway thank you so much um uh good form bella thorne uh love the podcast thank you so much but it's just like i'm mad but also i'm an adult uh <laughs> who is rob schneider let's just start there rob schneider is uh, is as the caller said adam sandler's bitch boy it's true it's true um rob schneider got famous on snl he started on SNL. He was on SNL from 1990 to 1994, four years, which is actually a surprising amount of time for somebody. You remember you remember his most famous character is Deuce Bigelow. A, a piece of shit. No, that's not that wasn't a that wasn't an SNL character. His most oh. famous SNL character was the uh, the Rickmeister, the guy who would like oh, make really? copies, like the very irritating coworker who right, is you know right. forcing conversations with people. Yes. So. Uh-huh. His career began on being, like, a pain in the ass. That's right. why he's famous. He's right. a little measly, little piece of shit sidekick, you know? And he not was, a particularly well-liked sidekick. He's always playing an asshole. He was clo- he's, is close friends with um, Adam Sandler, and since um, his days on SNL, he has been in basically every Adam Sandler movie as some character, often racist characters. Like, he always plays, like... A Mex- he's like played a Mexican character before or mm-hmm. like a homeless person. He's always playing some like... He played his role in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry was literally Asian minister. Oof. 
Yeah, but Deuce Bigelow would be his biggest TV character, let's say. Movie character. Uh, Sorry, his biggest movie character. Um, Mm -hmm. After that, he pretty much just has done a bunch of... He's um, prolific. He's still in so many things. He's in that, like, is it hefty? Some sort of trash bag commercial that he's in where John Cena's like, hunky, hunky grocery store, John Cena, and then... Uh, Rob Schneider is the the shitty grocery store guy who's buying like the the bargain brand of whatever. You know, have you seen that? No, no. You haven't seen that. I don't. And there's like know. an old lady, and she's like, "Get out of my way," or whatever. I will say the the other thing about Rob Schneider, which recently, before we even get to the to the Trump thing, is that he had a show on Netflix. Do you remember that? They gave him a fucking show. No, it was I don't called that. Real Rob. Real Rob. No, I don't remember that. And I remember watching a little bit of one episode. It was the most, sh- it was the worst, most racist thing. Real Rob. And it was like Real about him being himself. It's co-starred his wife. So he was trying to do like a Kirby Enthusiasm thing? Wife. Yeah, Patricia Schneider as Patricia Rob's wa- wife. She is Mexican and younger than him. Okay. Is, where does that, where is that written? It's on his Wikipedia. His Wikipedia page says she is Mexican and younger than him on as a the, description of this in woman. The cast, in the cast list of Real Rob, yeah. Hey, George, it's Rob Schneider. What can I do for you? You know my wife is Mexican, right? Yeah, okay. She wants someone to come and clean the house, and I figured since you're Mexican... Who told you to call me Jay Leno? Listen, puto, I got money in the bank. And his real daughter was in this? What a stupid... Oh, my God. Let's remind people who his daughter is. L. King. Oh, well, that's his other daughter. Who that was a he, country singer. That, like, hates him. <laughs> yeah. That's um, his other daughter. Are we certain that the other daughter hates him? Is that, like, actual drama? I think so. I mean, so. how could you not? She definitely doesn't want to be associated with him. And here's the reason why. He is very vocally, like, conservative. This week, Transition. he tweeted. Yes. yes. Uh, this week, he tweeted, uh, well, the whole thing where uh, Representative uh, Lewis. John Lewis, John Lewis, like spoke out against Donald Trump. Called him an illegitimate president. Right. And so Donald Trump wrote something insane back. He only talks, He he's all talk, no action or something like and that. And then like a million people posted the photo of him like with Martin Luther King Jr. and like doing all the civil rights stuff. There's like 7,000 like, yeah, photos of him insane. and Martin Luther King Jr. It's like, yeah. look, there's John Lewis. Look, there's John Lewis. Yeah. John Lewis like getting, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, like complete, like beaten up by a cop. You know, in a, in a protest. I mean, it's not funny, but it's almost funny how many photos there are. It's not just one photo. It's like thousands yeah. of photos of more John proof Lewis. Of, like, yeah. m- more proof of Donald Trump's like profound ignorance. Yeah. Where it's like, you don't even know who John Lewis is. Who, as the caller said, who's from Atlanta. Like, he is a hero there. He's a legend. He's a living, like, uh, he almost is, is too good to be true. Right. You know, where it's like, right. this guy has, has not only did these things, but he's still alive and he's still doing them. Like, he's still working for civil rights. No one asked, but Rob Schneider tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no one asked. No one ever asked. That's what I hate about Twitter. No one asked. And then Rob Schneider tweets, uh, Representative Lewis, you are a great person, <laughs> but Dr. King didn't give into his anger or his hurt. That is how he accomplished and won civil rights. <laughs> One civil rights. As if he it accomplished was like, and won. It's over. Yeah, he won the civil right. Good job. Good job. Really great guy. So, like, he has to rely on ethnic stereotypes for comedy, which is a great sign of a comedic genius. Yeah. I mean, he's just kind of, like, the worst. Like, Adam Sandler has, like, good things and bad things about him. I think you could always make the case that Adam Sandler is good, and you can also make the case that Adam Sandler is bad. He is pretty much, like, what keeps Adam Sandler bad. 
in my mind. And like in that, you know, it's like pro and con list that I keep. Where in it's my like mind. when when Punch Drunk Love came out, and everyone was like, "Wow, Adam Sandler's serious, like real, real, right. uh, real actor." And then he does another movie with Rob Schneider. Right. It's like, oh, never mind. You undid all of the progress. Let's yeah. um, move on because Rob Schneider is is done. He's bad. Rob Schneider was an animal. Then he was a woman, and now Rob Schneider is a stapler. And he's about to find out that being a stapler is harder than it looks. Rob Schneider is the stapler. Rated PG-13. Hi, Hiliki. I hope you guys are doing well. So I have a very specific question. Can you explain who Anya Taylor-Joy is? It's Taylor-Joy. Um, yeah, who is she? Because I'm watching this video by W Magazine with all these celebrities singing I Will Survive, and it's all super famous people, all nominated for things It seemed like Golden Globe themed, kind of, because it was all the relevant people, like Mahashala Ali is in it, and Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, and Matthew McConaughey, Amy Adams, Taraji, like big names, all them, and then there's this rando, and then I recognize her from the Barry movie on Netflix, but so she's clearly a who, but, like, why is she in this W Magazine video with all these thems? I don't understand. So, yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy. Bye! Anya Taylor-Joy isn't much of anyone right now. I think she's just sort of the young, up-and-coming actress that we are being pushed, that we are being, like, I was going like, to say, convinced. I feel like she... I was just going to say, I feel like if you were an editor in a magazine making a list of, like, big actresses for, like, 2017, yes. like, up-and-comers, she would be on it. That would just, because she would just she be has, one of them. She has only, um, she's only led two movies. Neither of them were big hits. One of them was actually a flop. The Witch did well because it was so cheap, and it came out of nowhere, and it was very scary. I loved The Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never watch it again. I was, like, very terrified by that movie i was was like very unsettled by it and uh like left the theater feeling very upset um (laughs) but morgan was the sort of what was it like it was kind of like it was kind of like lucy it was kind of like ex machina and it's kate mara who's someone we talked about in the last episode it got totally Um, like shoved under some kind of rug somehow and those i don't and that can happen for many reasons like promotion wise and also timing wise but I think this movie it looked too much like Ex Machina and other movies mm-hmm. that had been out recently because it was and it was also produced by Ridley Scott but he didn't it wasn't directed he didn't do by it Ridley Scott his, uh, his uh, brother did it or it was his son no it was uh, uh, Luke Scott who was Ridley Scott's son made Morgan um, so there was you were supposed to have this name recognition because it was another Scott and then there was you know there was Tony Scott but then he died um, <laughs> God, I didn't so know so she was like Morgan in Morgan, which was a she movie was about like a like a, a robot clone thing that got too much attention, whatever. And now she's um, doing press for the new M Night Shyamalan movie, which actually looks really good. Mm-hmm. I there was a there was a press screening tonight that I, I know a few people who went, and I'm dying Fuck, to know. I want to go. So it looks good. I loved his last movie, which was so cheesy but really satisfying. People really liked it. I haven't seen it. Um, it what was, was it called? So, the visit. The visit. But this is the split. This is split. So split. it's sort of like. The visit was came out of the blue and it made money and it did okay and people were saying, "Wow, M Night Shyamalan is back!" And now that he's like sort of back, I think Split is supposed to be his officially back. The thing about M Night Shyamalan is that he was really good at these like high budget 
scary movies and I, then he went the opposite direction now he does kind of these like lower budget B scary mm-hmm. movies B less scary B you know B films the question is I mean the, the the simple answer is she is the the woman that Hollywood wants to make the new it girl but she's not the it girl yet is she British no American yeah she's American, American. she's American okay um next call hi who weekly this is Brett my first time calling, but I love the show. Um, I just wanted to call and talk about the brand Fab Fit Fun, which is the hooiest brand ever. All the who's are promoting it. I see it in my Facebook feed all the time. And I just watched Aaron Carter. And let's just say for sure he's a who, right? Number one. And also, the entire thing was quite pathetic. I think you should all watch it. At one point, he offers, if someone screenshots the order, he offers to follow them on Instagram for a whole month, which I'm not sure if that's appealing to anyone. Anyways, good form, Thorn. Love you guys. Bye. Lindsay, you're going to take this one. I know you did a lot of research on this, and <laughs> I want you to explain it to me. Um <laughs> Because I didn't number do a one, ton of re- okay, <laughs> you're really setting it up for me. But yes, go ahead. Do you? I'm know just going to say this? my I'm I I've, I know a little bit about it. The main main thing I was going to say was that I have, uh, I get very nervous. I'm immediately wary of box products like monthly box subscription boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like I'm like oh this is a scam. This is a scam. It's a scam. Mm-hmm. It's a scam. It's a way to get rid of crappy product mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. And that's just immediately red flags. And so when I'm seeing this, I'm like, oh, another scam. And so I didn't look into it. But what is it? So funny you say that it's a scam. I also agree that all box products are a scam. Basically, what's funny is that Birchbox like opened the door for like all of these things. I mean, you have boxes for dogs. You have boxes for men. You have boxes that are weed-based. You have box. You know, every single industry now has this monthly subscription box that you can pay for and subscribe to and get a bunch of garbage. I think that the whole business model is like a gym. You join a gym and you never go. You join a box place and they'll just send it to you until the end of time until you remember that you're getting this box and to unsubscribe. You'll it's what Fabletics it. is. And that's why people get mad at subscription services because you sign up, you forget, and then you can't do it. Here's the scam. Never join a subscription service. There is nothing that you want that comes every month. I'm sorry. No, there is not. I can't think of one thing aside from an Us Weekly magazine that you need to get every month or every week sent to you. Right? There's no. no there's nothing right. else. You're right. So. And if you need it every month, and if you need something every month, you'll do it yourself. You'll get it yourself. You will get it for yourself. You do not it's need an, it. It's, it's like an important thing. It's, it's an essential purchase. You don't need someone shipping it to your house every month. This FabFitFun brand and box is really funny because you're right. They have maybe spent thousands of dollars, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on advertising with influencers uh, to kind of get that unboxing thing. Like that is kind of the 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 selling point of a box. It's like the experience of unboxing. It's exciting. Oh, you don't know what's going to be in it and da da da. And boxes, boxes photograph so well. Boxes oh, are so, the boxes are very Pinterest friendly. They are. They are. Um, 
Um, but don't forget, when you get a box, you are getting 95% promotion because what's going to happen is the more that this box is popular, the more products want to get in it so you can buy more of the product. And therefore, basically, you are just paying them for nothing. Like they are making all of this money from you and you're getting this stuff, but they're you're not actually ads. paying for the stuff. You're just buying advertisements. And the stuff will get shittier and shittier as it goes on. I mean, I went to the website and I was like, what's in this specific box? Because FabFitFun doesn't really say anything. It's like, oh, it's a <laughs> lifestyle box like oh is it makeup is it food is it whatever and i'm i go to this and one of the boxes can i just tell you what's in this box like please okay so you have a dvd a a dvd which looks like it has a dvd it looks like it has yoga on it you have um some oil for your face a scarf some eyeshadow some uh nail polish a chia bar and then are you ready for this? A box of microwave popcorn. What? Right? This reminds me of like when I went to camp and my mom would send me a box full of garbage from the house. Like because all the other kids would get like care packages with candy in it. My mom didn't feel like doing that. So you just put like a bunch of shit from her pantry in a box and send it to me. So I'd get like a DVD and like a hair clip and like peanut butter. Like a half-eaten <laughs> half bottle of Jif. Yeah, like a bag with grapes in it like anything she Jeez. that's what this box is i don't know bobby have you seen any other like good instagram products recently that have been out of control i feel like i see the same brands over and over again now uh i've been seeing less and less i i'm noticing i'm noticing fewer celebrities shilling and i'm noticing just more sponsored ads that look like my friends instagrams and then you they're, they're a little askew so they're like this doesn't look quite like a real instagram photo and then you realize it's an ad like, have you seen the one? There are some that look like uh, it's like a couple on the beach. Mm-mm. And it's this couple on a beach and you think it's that. And then it's a dog. But really, no, it's an Instagram thing for dog treats. And it's like, I really hate how sneaky the ads are now. Like, I, looks like I'd it's pre- just your friend. Right. I would prefer to see the celebrity being like, oh, oh, you got to get this box. Hey, Who Weekly. It's Jessica. I'm sitting here with my husband, Clint. And we're watching the Packers game right now. And um, I mentioned that, what's his face, Aaron Rodgers it dates Olivia Munn. And my husband says he's never heard of Olivia Munn. And he was like, he called her Olivia Mudd. And I was just wondering if she's a who or a them. I think most people know who she is, but that doesn't mean she's a them. Anyways, bye. Okay, so who is Olivia Munn? This is this people have called about Olivia Munn. Um, people have called about Olivia Munn again and again, which means she's definitely who because people keep calling about her. We push Olivia Munn off every week. We're like, Ugh, we don't have to do Olivia Munn. We almost did it again this week. I said to Bobby, it's like you know on Jimmy Kimmel how he's always like, sorry Matt Damon, we'll get to you next week. Like that's the joke. I feel like for us, it's like sorry Olivia Munn, we'll talk about you next week. And then uh, I followed it up. Actually, I didn't follow that up at the time because I didn't have the time. But I'm going to follow up that with, <sighs> no, Lindsay, I don't know that's how it is on Jimmy Kimmel because Shut I don't up. watch it enough don't, to know okay, the running gag. come on. Everyone knows the fucking running gag about no, Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel. No, I don't know the running gag. Okay, here's a fun fact. Did you know that Olivia Munn's real name is Lisa? No. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Munn. Lisa Munn. A, like, a, like Lisa Munn. Olivia's her middle name. That's a so, good change. Right. So Olivia Munn is... You know Michael Keaton is actually Michael Douglas, but there was, there was yeah, already a Michael Douglas. So, did you know that uh, Katy Perry is originally Kate Hudson? Yeah, Lindsay, I know that. Okay. okay. So Olivia Munn, who is she? Who is she? I mix, her up, she is. I mix her up with Olivia... Um, Wild. Wild constantly. I do too. All the time. 
All the um, time. I always have to Google them to figure it out. But I will tell you who Olivia Munn is. Please, I'm begging you. I'm going to say two words and I'll okay. tell you who Olivia Munn is. Okay. Sloan Sabbath. What? Remember? No. Sloan Sabbath, the like famed economist on the newsroom. Remember Sloan? No. no. You are, you're the only one who watched the newsroom. How dare you shame me for knowing a Jimmy Kimmel joke when you were doing, when you're going to build that up and then do a newsroom reference. She was so good oh, on shut. the newsroom, but uh, I don't know. She was on, uh, she was on Greek. Let's, okay. She was on newsroom. No, stop, stop, stop. Olivia Munn. newsroom. No, stop. Olivia Munn is most known for early in her career, she was like a geeky gamer type girl. She hosted Attack of the Show on G4, which sounds like it's not a thing, but it was a big thing. She was like a big deal, and she was like famous for being like kind of nerdy. Like she was, um, who is that redhead that is into games and does like that show? Whatever her Candace name is. Candace Bailey? No. The one that like is does like fantasy. Oh, I hate, I don't know her name. She's like associated with Josh Whedon's squad. She's always in the Josh Whedon stuff. Josh no, Whedon. I don't know. And the girl that I'm thinking of is Felicia 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 Day. You know her? No. Oh, I know the name. Yeah. I know the okay. name. I know the name. My point but is. But you're about to say Felicia Rashad and I was like, "Excuse me, Felicia Rashad <laughs> plays Wii U?" <laughs> I play Mario Kart, Felicia Rashad. Okay, stop. So Olivia Munn got her breakout when she was the host of Attack of the Show, which was kind of a big deal. It was yeah. a big deal at the time. It was a big deal. Because yeah. the internet was new and like she was all over the internet all the time. And I remember when I worked at a freaking website that talked about the internet a lot. She was always like doing clips and stuff. And then didn't she, wasn't she on The Daily Show or was that someone else? Excuse me. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. She was on The Daily Show, and I'd argue everything else that happened after that is not actually as important as her being on The Daily Show and Attack of the Show. Right? I'm still going to say Newsroom. No, Sloan no Sabbath. one watched The Newsroom. Stop. No one watched it. Stop trying to make Newsroom happen and happen. Well, fine. That's who Olivia Munn is. Oh, she's dating Aaron Rodgers, the oh, sport Oh, that's the guy. other thing. That's why Clint knows who she is. Or that's why Clint would know who she is, according to Clint's wife. <laughs> Aaron, Sorry, I forgot your name, but... <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, brother of former Bachelor person Jordan Rodgers. Remember how they're, like, in a fight forever because, like... They're in Jordan a fight. Rogers they don't talk in, anymore. Yeah, well, because Jordan Rodgers is a fucking embarrassment to the Rodgers family. Um, and she's an actress now. Uh, Olivia has been dating Aaron Rodgers for almost three years. They live together. Good for them. Is there any way that we can, like, help you... Tell a difference between her and Olivia Wilde. Is there some sort of thing we can make up so you know the difference? Like Olivia Munn. Uh... Olivia Olivia Munn newsroom because it ends with N, starts with N, no. and then Olivia Wilde was like the wild sort of girlfriend on the OC. Are you fucking kidding me with that? That was the worst. That was awful. There's no way to differentiate those two Olivias. It's going to be an awful, it's going to be an awful mnemonic device no matter what. How about Olivia Wilde's Wild? Olivia Wilde has a child with Jason Sudeikis. Oh, so it's, you can just say like Olivia Child, Dave, Jason Sudeikis. Because I can, I can picture Jason. I can picture Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis together, and then I'm like, oh, she's Olivia Wilde. Olivia Munn and 
Olivia Munn. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers wants none of Jordan Rodgers. No, Munn. why are we identifying them both as their fucking boyfriends? Well, it's, it's 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 because they have famous because they also have famous spouses. It's like you're just comparing them to another famous person. I like your Olivia Wilde one. Olivia Wilde has a child with Jason Sudeikis. Or just she was wild in the OC. No, that's bad. And then Olivia Munn is She's not like, the manager of like her. the place. The like, what was it called? The like club. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What are you doing with me? Picking up a pint of Cherry Garcia and renting some DVDs? I mean, sleeping over, hanging out all the time, borrowing my clothes. Things that never happened with Seth and I was dating him. Oh, Seth's not really your size. Point is, we're never going to figure out a way to differentiate these two. But if you can, if you can, tweet at us. Use hashtag Mun or Wild. <laughs> or maybe the maybe the 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 solution is a new hashtag. So maybe you have a new hashtag. Pick. You have to help us out because we can't do this. Our brains are shot. Our brains are shot. Uh, the hashtag is. Mun or wild. Hashtag mun or wild. And then you have to tell us how you can tell them apart yes. some sort uh-huh. of way. But let's like let's consolidate. So hashtag mun or wild. Hi guys, it's Ellen from New York and I have a you've got to uh you've got mail to uh pitch for you. Um so in most sequels a lot of times you get a uh enemies in the previous one like teaming up for a common goal. So you're gonna have uh Catherine and Kath, uh, Kathleen and Joe teaming up to um, join Frank Navasky to save the last electronic typewriter factory in New York City. Um, everybody's back. Steve Zahn has opened, like, a very successful eucalyptus candle business. Um, you got Parker Posey all doped up on Ultra Dorm. And um, together they fight a common enemy. And I think uh, the uh, the baddie in this one is played by uh, uh, Alan Tudyk. Is that his name? Um, because he's funny. And uh, so that's it. And uh, love the show. And Thank you. Bye. It's great. Warrants my heart. Um, so I guess we will see you next week. Have a great weekend. This weekend of weekends. This nightmare of nightmares. Uh, yeah. Um, also, see you next week. Whatever. You will say that. I thought you were about to say Felicia Rashad, and I was like, excuse me, Felicia Rashad plays Wii U? I play Mario Kart Felicia Rashad. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for being such a dedicated listener to Who Weekly. If you want to be an even better listener, why don't you rate and review us on iTunes? Every rate... Oh, God. (laughs) That was pretty good up until I fucked up. Before he lost it, he was saying, if you rate and review us on iTunes, it means a lot. And helping other people find out about Who Weekly and become listeners just like yourself. Another amazing thing you could do on top of rate and reviewing is just literally tell a friend. Phone a friend. Text a friend. Tweet at them. Snapchat them. Anything you can do would be much appreciated. Thank you so much.